Hi, and welcome, friend. My name is Yeraga Tedros, and I'm the host of the Idea of Us podcast, a podcast with the aim to highlight good. Through this podcast, I want to provide a home, a platform, and community that listens, share their thoughts, and uplift each other. Most of my episodes will be interview-based, where we'll all get the opportunity to listen to change makers from every field and industry. But I cited, on the first episode, I will purely dedicate to the concepts that inspire this podcast and are near and dear to my heart. At this point, I would love to highlight you and say thank you for sharing your time with me. I want you to know that knowing that you are here and listening in today makes me truly happy. I hope during the current pandemic that you and yours are and stay safe. The idea of us podcast took me probably as long as it takes to give birth to a child and then wait till it goes to college. <laughs> it is a project that was developed and adapted over and over and over again over the past years. But I went always back to the same idea with a whole lot of different names. <laughs> However, I believe that there is for everything the right timing. For me, the right timing to start this podcast in this journey with you is now. Before I dive deeper into the topic, I would love to share a little bit about myself. I was born in Eritrea, a country located at the Horn of Africa, and migrated with my parents to Germany in the 80s. I was raised close to Frankfurt and recently relocated to the Bay Area. That is exactly where I am right now, in my apartment, close to San Francisco, at 3 a.m. in the morning. And this is probably my hundredth take of this episode, but this is my first one. I want this to be perfect, and at the same time, my insecurities are battling with my confidence. This thought leads me straight to one interpretation of the idea of us, showing compassion. Another one would be to believe in community, in unity and equality, understanding that we can only exist together and that this that is actually something great. But if we want to do so, how we treat each other matters. I believe that all of us go to life and think about those questions. Questions like whether we care for each other, how we care for each other, or if we should care for each other in the first place. Equally, we all struggle with the right balance. And although I would love to give you the right answer here, and myself as well, I unfortunately have to disappoint us both. In a way, our inner voice always kind of tells us what the right answer is, if we decide to listen. For me, I understand best if I listen to how something makes me feel. For instance, how I feel if someone shows me compassion, and how I feel if I show compassion towards someone else. I remember in college, endless nights debating with my classmates about topics like compassion, if humans are good or bad, and how we can save the world. We studied political science, and luckily for us, we discussed philosophies and concepts that try to answer those questions in workshops, in many workshops and seminars. The one philosophy that stood out for me the most and which is the foundation for this podcast, is called Ubuntu, a South African philosophy about the essence of humanity. I stumbled on that philosophy in college, and it truly shifted my perspective. I still remember my excitement and the joy to find a philosophy from the African continent as an Eritrean refugee that meant a lot for me, and a philosophy that tries to exactly answer those big questions. You can find different translations for Ubuntu. The one that I have found most often used is I am because you are. Another one is, a person is only a person through another person. How beautifully said is that? How would a world that lives by these standards look like? This is for me best explained by people who lived and live by this example. And I guess you probably have a hint who I'll mention now. Nelson Mandela, of course. 
After going through apartheid and fighting all of his life for justice and being jailed for 27 years, he comes out of jail and his main plea is to plead for forgiveness. The strength it takes to dedicate your whole life to one cause and then feel no hate but love and forgiveness for those who have mistreated you, this for me portrays Ubuntu at its best. And I'm not speaking as an expert, that's not my place, I'm speaking truly as an admirer. For me, that showcases real love for humanity, seeing each other as one, and believing that we can only succeed together and in order to move forward that we have to forgive each other. What can we learn from Ubuntu on a personal level? I can only speak for myself here. If I can implement the true essence of Ubuntu on a daily basis in my interactions by truly caring for uh, one another, I would come closer to the person that I believe I was and the person that I want to be. Maybe you feel the same way. But in past years, or better, the older we get, the colder we get as well. It is somehow like a vicious vicious cycle for me. <laughs> we get cut left and right, which happens when we interact with each other and start building a fence to protect us. But the question is, what are we seeking protection from? Please don't get me wrong. There are moments in life where we need to protect ourselves, if it's unsafe or abusive. But I'm not referring to those moments. I'm referring to the moments that we can handle different or better. Moments that we know we can be more compassionate or understanding. There is something that holds us up. And my assumption is, is that it's fear. Fear of having less or not enough for ourselves. Especially financially speaking. Did you know that a study from David Kahn found that emotional well-being rises with income, but after 70k, 75k a year, there's no further progress anymore? So how much do we need to be happy? In Western countries, at least, not as much as we thought. I always think in terms of millions that I would need to be truly happy. Who else has dreamt of the relative that you inherit millions from? But what truly makes me happy are moments that I spend in excellent company with people that are family or relatives through time. The moments I remember most are when someone purely because of the kindness of their heart does something positive for me. For instance, one of my teachers went above and beyond to get me into the right school, to further my education, because she truly believed in me. Every step that followed after it was heavenly influenced by her. And it was a truly life-changing moment. I will be forever grateful to her and for what she has done for me. Or maybe on a smaller scale. When someone saw me on the main station in Köln, where I was changing trains to travel to Netherlands to visit my additional mother, sisters and brothers. I'm referring to my husband's family. And I almost beat in my pants because I was desperately looking for a coin in my bag. And I was not able to find it quick enough to use a coin-operated restroom. Someone saw my frustration and just gave me the money for it and said, I don't need it back, just have a nice day. Those were both acts of kindness that I will forever cherish and carry in my heart. So financially speaking, if having everything does not make us happier, then what does? Here she goes again with the studies. I know, I promise this is the last one for today. A 2010 Harvard Business School survey of happiness in 136 countries found that altruistic people, in that case people that were generous financially, were the happiest overall. Although I know it's always tricky to talk about what does doing good benefit us on a personal level, I think it's still good to be aware of it because it might take away the fear of doing so. And let's not forget, in the translation of Ubuntu it says, I am because you are. It does not tell you which one weighs more or is more substantial. For me instead, it portrays true equality, unity, community at the same time. On that note, I want to end the first episode of the Idea of Us podcast. 
and I hope that it brought you joy and was valuable to you. I would love to hear your memories of your happiest moments or the kindest thing anyone has ever done for you. And if you have some time on your hand, if you could share with me your honest feedback on iTunes or Instagram, that would be much appreciated. I would love to connect with you. At the moment, you can find me on Instagram under the idea of us.pod. I hope wherever you are, you have a wonderful day and I wish you much love and light. Yeah, that guy.